The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3045. We're going to take a little deeper dive into the Andor series today, talking about a couple of things that have come up over the last couple of episodes, including how lucky Saw Gerrera is, and also in the broader sense, the rebellious activity in the galaxy and the way the Empire is reacting to it. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So cast your mind back to episode 4 of the Andor series, that's the one called Aldani. Takes place at the beginning of the Aldani story arc right after Luthen Rail rescues Cassian Andor from Ferrix. At the beginning of that episode, Luthen is trying to recruit Cassian for the Aldani job, saying, you don't want to put a stick in the eye of the Empire for real. And Cassian's like, you know, I don't care who you're with, you're a separatist, partisan, you know, alliance, whatever it is, like, I'm not part of any of that business, right? So we got to look at various organizations working against the Empire through that lens. Over the last couple of episodes, we've gotten additional looks at organizations that are working against the Empire. If you'll recall when Luthen Rail and Saw Gerrera were talking toward the end of last episode and Saw goes on this rant about how Anton Krieger is a separatist and Maya Pei is a neo-Republican and there's a Gorman front and a partisan alliance. And then he gives generic names to sectorists, whatever that is. I guess people who just want to divide the galaxy up by sectors. And galaxy partitionists, which may be a different kind of breaking things up. And human cultists, too. So we've actually been exposed to potentially a dozen rebel cells and organizations that are actively opposing the Empire through the course of the Andor series. Now, Saw saying something about a partisan alliance is a little bit weird considering that his organization is the partisans, but maybe they aren't named the partisans at this point? I don't know, but yeah, so that one was a little bit weird, but you know, List Sagarera's organization, whatever you want to call it, is part of that group of organizations that just don't like the Empire and are taking steps in various ways to oppose it. And then there's Vel and Sinta running operations too, so, yeah, there's a lot going on. And incidentally, Sagarera, I guess, gets a little lucky in this particular pair of episodes because Luthen Rail is trying to recruit him to work with Anton Krieger, and he doesn't want to do that. He wants to be out on his own. Well, in the most recent episode of Andor, it turns out that a pilot associated with Anton Krieger was captured, and maybe that has something to do with the mission that Luthen was trying to pair Saw up with Krieger about. So, yeah, Saw definitely <laughs> dodges a bullet on that one. But also brings up the point that Luthen is looking at all of these rebel cells and starting to think about 
An idea that would eventually become a rebel alliance, although he seems to be not the person who ultimately brings it to fruition. And as we know, it's going to take him a couple of years to get there, but that is certainly the direction in which he and Mon Mothma and everybody associated with them seem to be thinking, and Saw, of course, as we know, is going to continue to stay on the outside of that one. But I will say, seeing how Mon Mothma is evolving as a character and the compromises she's having to make in order to continue her silent fight against the Empire up till this point, it does add depth to the meeting that she and Saw Gerrera have via hologram in Star Wars Rebels where Saw basically accuses her of playing by the Empire's rules and says that she's going to lose and at least that way you know she'll be able to console herself with that fact which is of course meant as a complete jab at her but I don't think Saw necessarily appreciates the compromises that Mon Mothma is making and I think we are actually getting to see those compromises in the Andor series which is very cool from a character building perspective <laughs> at least and the other thing that relates to this is how the Empire is reacting to all these rebel cells which seem to be getting more and more bold, and certainly the Aldani heist is the boldest of them yet, as far as we can tell from the Andor series. What it amounts to is that the Empire is basically blaming rebel cells and rebel activity for the harsher penalties that they are putting out on the worlds under their control. And yes, this prison resentencing directive situation is exactly one of those things, but there are so many other things going on as well, like what's happening on Ferrix, and as Bix had said, everybody blaming Cassian for what was happening over there, but, you know, it's not really Cassian's fault to some degree, because certainly the Empire could have chosen to deal with things a different way, and instead they chose the boot-in-the-face way. And it's doubly evil because not only are they being cruel to people who don't deserve cruelty being done to them, but they're saying, look what they made me do. Like, they're blaming people who are fighting against this tyranny for the tyranny that they are subjecting people to. So whether you call it fascism or authoritarianism or totalitarianism basically amounts to the same thing. Yes, I know there are differences between the three, but we are seeing a very cold and calculated and precise depiction of how this comes about. And it's rather scary considering our world today as well. And even the prisoners are seeing it as we see in the most recent episode on Narkina 5 where somebody was quote unquote released, but then they were just sent to another level and word got out. And so they just fried everyone instead. This actually is one of the comparatively rare instances, I think, where we're seeing humans in what amounts to slavery in the Empire. Certainly the Empire is well known for enslaving alien populations, if you will. Xenophobia has been a hallmark of the Galactic Empire, but we haven't seen a lot of situations where significant amounts of human populations are being put into indentured slavery or using prisons as a substitute for indentured slavery. And the fact that they're using this resentencing directive to essentially arrest more people and keep them in prison for longer, yeah, that's another way that they are pursuing this situation.
So we have rebel activity ramping up, we have empire activity clamping down way harder, and Luthen Rail somehow at the center of this to some degree trying to create the conditions for a powder keg to explode, which funnily enough, we've been seeing elements of that in teasers and trailers and whatnot. And we've talked about how, generally speaking, they don't like to show us stuff from late episodes in teasers and trailers, but I think we've been seeing stuff from the two-episode finale of the Andor series with all the stuff that's going to happen on Ferrix. So, yeah, oh, some very tense and exciting stuff to come. And that's what I've got for you on this deeper dive into the Andor series for today. And that's going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. S7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, but their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.